This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where I read evergreen articles on real estate investing so you can still learn while you're on the go. If you just found the show on this Wednesday, welcome. And please tap the subscribe button so you'll get these automatically delivered to you every day, including weekends. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Foreclosure activity continues to steadily increase as COVID-era policies end. By Mariah Costa Foreclosures across the U.S. are on the rise and nearing pre-pandemic levels, according to real estate data firm Adam. Adam's mid-year foreclosure activity report found that foreclosure activity has been gradually increasing over the last few quarters as COVID-related policies have ended. Across the U.S., 0.13% of all housing units foreclosed in the first half of 2023. Foreclosures are up 13% from the same period in 2022 
and up 185% from the same period two years ago. Similar to the first half of 2022, foreclosures activity across the United States maintained its upward trajectory, gradually approaching pre-pandemic levels in the first half of 2023. That's what Rob Barber said. He's the CEO of Adam. Now, foreclosure trend could continue, but it remains below pre-recession levels. One of the reasons for the rise in foreclosures is that housing relief measures put in place during 2020 to assist homeowners struggling to pay their mortgages ended in May. While foreclosures in the second quarter of 2023 are below pre-2008 recession levels in 78% of major markets, there's been a notable uptick in the last six months. A total of 97,608 properties filed for foreclosure during the second quarter of 2023, far below pre-Great Recession quarter averages of 278,000. Still, the rise in foreclosures could continue, said Barber. Properties that have started the foreclosure process were up 15% from the first half of 2021 and up 36% from the first half of 2020. Although overall foreclosure activity remains below historical norms, the notable surge in foreclosure starts indicates that we may continue to see a rise in foreclosure activity in the coming years. That's a quote from Barber. Lenders foreclosed on a total of 22,672 properties in the first half of 2023, which was up 9% from the first half of 22 and 133% from the first half of 2021, but still down 40% from the first half of 2020. Here's the states with the largest foreclosures in the first half of 2023. So, which states saw the greatest increase in foreclosure activity in the first half of the year when compared to year-over-year -year numbers? That would be Maryland, which saw an uptick of 100%, followed by Oregon at 99%, Alaska, 95%, West Virginia increased 83%, and Arkansas was up 72%. The states with the highest foreclosure rates were Illinois, which saw 0.25% of all housing units with a foreclosure filing. New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, and Ohio also had high foreclosure rates. While foreclosure activity was below pre-recession averages for most metro areas, it was above average in Honolulu, Richmond, Virginia, Baltimore, Virginia Beach, Albany, New York, and Montgomery, Alabama. Cleveland and Atlantic City, New Jersey, tied for the largest foreclosure filing among the 223 metropolitan statistical areas with a population of at least 200,000 in the first half of the year at 0.33%, followed by Fayetteville, North Carolina, and Columbia, South Carolina at 0.30% and 0.29, respectively. California, Florida, Texas, New York, Illinois, they all had the greatest number of foreclosure starts, which indicates there could be an increase in foreclosures in those states in the coming quarters. The bottom line, while foreclosures rose in the first half of 2023, we're still far below the average foreclosure rate seen before the 2008 recession. It's likely that we will see a rise in foreclosures in the coming quarters, or even just a few years as homeowners adjust to pandemic relief measures ending. But there's no reason to think that the real estate market is going to be crashing anytime soon. You made it through another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Did you learn something new? If you still have questions about this subject, go ahead and jump onto the forums at biggerpockets.com forum. 
It's like being at a 24-7 networking event. Without all the business cards and awkward small talk, the weather is really not that interesting. Otherwise, you know the drill. We'll have another episode waiting for you in the morning. Ta-ta!